Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Hello and welcome to episode one of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. I'm Ryan and I am so excited to be bringing this podcast to you folks. Uh, The sole, or not sole, but the main purpose of this podcast is going to be promoting and helping grow the Alberta barbecue movement. We've got some really exciting things happening with barbecue here in Alberta. Uh, New restaurants opening all the time, uh, festivals, competitions, lots of great stuff happening and I'm thrilled to be bringing it to you and talking about it. We're going to be sharing stories about the people and the restaurants involved in the Alberta barbecue movement. Besides that, from time to time, I'll also be sharing some of my uh, adventures in the barbecue world outside of Alberta. So look forward to some of that content. For episode one today, I have uh, had the pleasure recently to sit down with Patty Sorrenti from Patty's Barbecue and Brewery here in Calgary. We talked for about 19 or 20 minutes, had a great little chat about his uh, restaurant and brewery there going on, and uh, just with the great stuff they have going on there. So that is going to be episode one coming up right away. Just a real quick thank you. All of the music tracks, the guitar riffs you hear on this podcast were provided uh, by my good friend Alan Horbin. So I just want a quick thank you to Alan. And here we go with the show, folks. Enjoy. Alrighty, I am here at Patty's Barbecue and Brewery in <laughs> here in Calgary, and I'm sitting here with Patty, and we're gonna have a little chat about uh, about the restaurant here and and barbecue in general. So. Uh, Nice Patty, you. thank you for uh, coming on the show here, Patty. You're very welcome. Uh, tell me, what? how did Patty's uh, Barbecue and Brewery come about? Uh, well, a uh, love child of two very, very passionate hobbies of mine, I guess. Yep. Been in the food service industry for, I guess, about 15 years myself. Okay. Uh, running our family catering business for the last 12 years. And in that time, I've taken on barbecue as kind of a passion project and also a business project, bringing barbecue into our catering business. And bought my first smoker, you know, six years ago, and slowly upgraded to a more commercial unit, um, and then expanded on all sauces and rubs and meats from there for the catering business. And at the same time, I was a hobby home brewer. Got into that, and uh, brought some friends in and stuff too. And, yep. and uh, so I would smoke meat and brew beer, and I kind of just thought that you know maybe one day I'd probably want to open up my own joint. Right. And about two years ago, I decided to kind of you know, take the leap and yeah. and expand on our space that we have here, and add the restaurant in, add the brewery, and it just seemed kind of the right time, right fit, and uh, kind of combine all those projects: my awesome. catering, the brewing, yeah. and barbecue, and and also I just I really felt that there was a need for for this style of barbecue eatery in, in Calgary and yep. this style of restaurants and I just thought you know Calgary would really benefit and really enjoy it and, and you know really get my concept and love you know to come in and you know, eat some eat some good you know simple barbecue food and drink yep. some good clean beer and yep. so and uh, it's been really really successful the last six months awesome. been great so yeah when did you open uh, so December 2017. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Fairly uh, coming on, what? Six, six months, months or so? Yeah. Coming on? Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah, and just slowly getting busier and busier, adding on more services. So now we've done a corporate lunch, and, you know, we're doing dinner on Sunday now. And awesome. So, uh, yeah, we're trying to hit all those uh, 
all those targets, yep. target markets. We got the corporate lunch crowd, we get the after work people, and then uh, big family crowds too. Lots of young couples with kids, you know, so a super family friendly restaurant. Yep. I didn't think that we would be, yep. you know, being that we were a brewery too. Yep. But uh, there was also apparently a need for, for families to have a nice, comfortable, relaxing place to come and, you know, bring their kids and have a meal and enjoy some good beer, too. Yeah. So, you know, we've uh, really tapped into the family market, which is great. Love having the kids in here as well. Yeah. Uh, just makes everyone feel really more comfortable than at home. So. Oh, no. I've always said barbecue is about family, right? So exactly. If you can have the kids and everybody involved, then it's... Uh even better, right? Well, and you know what? A lot of times it uh, turns out that kids bring their parents more than parents bring their okay, kids. Yeah. Why? Because we have root beer and Lego. We'll do it. Yeah, kids, where do you want to go to eat? Yeah. Addies, they say. Yeah. So, yeah, that works for me. Awesome. So you mentioned uh, you started on kind of the barbecue thing about six years ago. What? Tell me about your first smoker. What did you, uh, you start on and what was the progression for you? Well, first smoker was uh, just one of those little electric Bradley, you know, yeah. pellet guys. Okay. And, um, you know, you could get maybe three whole briskets in there and uh, went and got your little wood chips and stuff from uh, barbecues galore kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, and I'd plug it in outside and, and away you went. Mm-hmm. And I'd do a little bit, play with that. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, I, I went on to curing. Okay. And then about my curing, brining, yep. built my own cold smoker. Oh wow! So I could do my own bacon and or belly bacon, my own uh, smoked salmon and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, so I just kind of ex- kept expanding on the hobby and expanding more, and then then I decided to take that leap and buy that first commercial guy. Yeah. So I myself my my southern pride. Yeah, you got the southern pride in here that you're using. Yep. yep. So I got I got two. I got my trailer. Okay. So back. So my 300 pound trailer smoker. Yep. That's what I started on, and then. And when I built the restaurant, I bought the smaller uh, indoor unit from Southern Pride. Right, okay. Um, so, yeah, we've dragged it around to events. And okay, so you do some mobile uh, mobile events and everything? Yeah, so through the catering business, and we would do, and we started expanding on doing our own deli meats as well. So, okay. we would, um, you know, brine our own pastrami and smoke our own pastrami, brine our own turkey and for uh, smoked turkey sandwiches. So, you know, for our trade catering, we were doing our own ham, pastrami, turkey, all that stuff. All our awesome. deli meats were coming out of it as well. So, doing that sandwiches daily basis you know a couple hundred sandwiches a day yeah. oh excellent yeah so and it's from there this guy's living he's smoke, smoke, smoking vegetables and cheese and yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so what uh, from a wood standpoint what are you using you know I, I think my go to is still cherry yeah. uh, uh, just, just as far as availability you know it's tough here um, you know we don't have a lot of those natural good hardwoods for smoking um, you know the alternative being apple yeah. and you're an apple cherry, but apple when I first started off is a little harder to get. It's yeah, a little okay. more, it's a little more readily available now. But cherry was always available. So, okay. I mean, as you use what you can get your hands on. Right? Use what you can get your hands on. Fortunately, we're not in, not in Texas. Yeah. You can't get oak, post oak, uh, post oak, oak everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and there's just nothing else available here. So. We'll go with the uh, we'll go with the fruit woods, yep. and you know it does a good job. That's a nice flavor, very mild. Yep. It's not too overpowering, so I find it's very uh, it's uh, more acceptable, I guess, for people who aren't super into the smokiness. Yeah, you well. get a little, can get a little too strong with some of yeah. the other. Uh, one of the, some yeah. of the other woods for sure. So. Exactly. Well, uh, you mentioned the turkey, and I'll 
the two times I've had the turkey here, it's just been outstanding. So you, Thank you. Whatever you're doing there, you're doing it right. Just, just keep going. On the Are you brining that ahead of time? Or? We do yeah. brine. Yeah, we brine the turkey uh, for about four or five days. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then smoke cook it and, yeah. and just let her rest. And, yeah, she comes out nice and juicy. Yeah, so fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And I had the chicken once as well. And it was Same thing. The, the, the quarter chicken, I think it was? Or, yeah. yeah. And the chickens, we... Uh, so chickens we brine, I think, same thing, four or five days. But we yeah. add some of our pickle juice in there, too. Oh, nice, yeah. And the pickles we make. So it gives a little, like, dilly tanginess as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, talk about the menu a little bit. All right, so uh, trying to keep it really simple. Yeah. Uh, not overcomplicated. Yeah. Um, Seems to rotate a little bit, right? Yeah, you know, we try to do some different things on different days. You yeah. know, like... Uh, you know, Wednesdays we, we push our tacos, so we do our smoked brisket. We do more of like a, you know, instead of a wing night, we do a taco night. Thursdays we, we do our pastrami, you know, just to give somebody a little bit different. Uh, Fridays, Fridays are kind of a normal day, you know, brisket, brisket, turkey, you know, uh, pulled pork and ribs. And then on Saturdays we add in the chicken. Okay, yeah. And on the weekends we do our smoked sausages that we make okay. in house. So, nice. Uh, and then we try to, you know, change the sides up a little bit here and there, you know, you know add in a couple different, a new side every day. Yeah. Other than that, you know, four main meats, we have wings on all the time, and we usually have about four or five sides going. Yeah. And then we offer people the platters, you know, like a package deal. Yep. Um, but again, you know, like, just try to keep it really simple for people. Um, not overcomplicate and add on a zillion things to the menu. Yep. Um, just get a little something for everybody. And... Uh, and yeah, I try to keep that real kind of traditional, you know, Texas barbecue feel, you know, yeah. just a few meats, few sides, yeah. um, that's, that's all you really need. Yeah, is that how you would say you've kind of patterned after the Texas style? Definitely. Yeah. I, I really um, I really appreciate the way they do things down there. Yeah. I like the idea of not having servers. That's why we don't have servers. Everything's counter service. Yeah. Uh, myself, I hate being waited on. Yeah. And um, I hate having to pay that I have to have to be waited on. Right. You know? So having to pay, have servers around. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, when I go to a restaurant, I kind of just like to, I like to do things at my own pace. So, you know, again, I thought, you know, I could see an idea of like, okay, well, I feel like people would really appreciate that here too. You know? Sometimes, yeah, you want to be waited on, but sometimes you just want to go in, you grab some food, you grab a beer. Yeah. You know, it comes to you in five minutes, and that's the one thing is when we're busy, the longest you have to wait is maybe ten minutes for your food. And that's when we're slapped. Other than that, you're waiting five minutes for your food, so you can kind of decide if you just want to hang out and have a couple beers, wait to eat, or just dive right into food. Um, so the menu is also to make things easy, fast yeah. service, you know? So I got a two or three cooks behind there. They can they can ring you in, get your food, run it out to you in five minutes, and you know what? You're not paying for servers to keep the pricing really reasonable. Yep. I always said I never wanted anyone to pay more than $20 to come in for a bite to eat and a beer. Yep. And if you do it properly, you can almost sneak in some wings, some two yep. beers with tip. You know, you might get like twenty two, twenty three bucks. Yep. But still really reasonable for a family. Absolutely. Yeah. And while we have that sixty dollar beast on, as a family can come in, four people, five people. Yeah. Well, shit, you're only at twelve dollars a head. Yep. You know, and if you don't drink, you know, it's the cheapest meal you're gonna have in Calgary, and you're full. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. <laughs> 
And you might even have a few leftovers. No, we will. Hey, folks, just a quick pause to ask you to take a moment out of your day to visit our website at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca. On the site, you're going to find a listing of Alberta barbecue restaurants. Please get out, support your local barbecue joint. You'll also find links to the Ryan Eats Barbecue blog, my YouTube channel, uh, some recipes, some tips, gallery of photos from some of my own cooks, and also our online shop where you'll find some great t-shirts and we've got some other great merchandise coming soon. Your support of the website helps me keep promoting this great Alberta barbecue movement. Thank you. Back to the show. Uh, tell me about the, a bit about the brewery side of things. So the brewery side, the idea behind the beer, um, well, one being, uh, you know, no wholesale. So everything we make is served out of house. Uh, you know, all the beers done in-house, served in-house. There's no kegging. They go right into yep. serving vessels. Um, we don't want to focus on the wholesale market. We want people to come here and enjoy the beer. We want the beer to be fresh, you know, focusing on, you know, uh, our brew dates, you know, yeah. posting our brew dates. We want people to know when the beer was made. And I see. I noticed that on the uh, on the menu board, you've got the brew date on there. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. people feel a little more in touch with the process yeah. too. Brewery's wide open; you can see right into it. Uh, and then we don't focus on core beers here. You know, it's uh, I wanted to kind of play around the styles. The fact that we had this small system, yeah. like five hectoliter system, making five hundred liters at a time. Yeah. Uh, we have enough capacity to have eight beers on at a time. Okay. So I just wanted to rotate through the styles. Yeah. Some people knew, you know, so every few, every every week there's a new beer on tap. And yeah. I know I need something we had before. And we bring back older styles that we had before that were popular. Because yeah. we get, obviously, some customers in that, you know, that like a certain beer. And, you know, so we try to keep, rotate through those. Yeah. Uh, but we also focus on the loggers. So we always have one logger on, if not two. Yeah. We rotate through the craft loggers. You know, we have a very good water filtration system that we put in place so we can build our water profiles and really build on the lagering process as well. Awesome. And uh, just make a nice clean beer for people to drink. Yeah, it's uh, kind of the mosaic. Is that what I was drinking? Oh, the mosaic, yeah. Yeah, nice. uh, That's good. Yeah, nice flavor. Kind of a bit of fruitiness to it, I thought. Well, and like for now, you know, like we have got a Pilsner on. We got a couple big IPAs. We got some lighter like beers. you know, the Saison as well, and then we yep. do a few guest taps. Yep. We got the root beer always on tap for the kids, yep. um, so just a little bit of something for everyone. And then we always have something uh, gluten free on tap. So awesome. right now, we got the cider, we yep. usually rotate between that and the mead, all local stuff. Yep. And then we usually throw one of our other buddies' beers on. So yep. right now, we got Born Colorado on tap, okay? So showcase them, and yep. the neighborhood, and uh. Basically help help our barley belt out, which is our little yeah. This little area here in Calgary is kind of getting a bit of a reputation as uh, got a number of different uh, microbreweries in here, right? Exactly, craft breweries, microbreweries. Yeah, and just building an area where people can come down and kind of do their own tour. It's not just one brewery. Now they can hit up like four or five. It's awesome. So really build on the neighborhood itself. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. So I guess uh, it's back late January, February. You and I started kind of communicating uh, over Instagram, I guess it was. Yeah. yeah. I think you were actually down in Texas at the time. Yes. So tell me about some of the places you uh, got to visit while you were down there on that uh, that trip and other trips, I guess. Oh, that trip. Well, that would be my second time down in Texas. Yeah. And actually, probably the first time I was there about a few years ago was where I really kind of connected with the barbecue end of it. I know that feeling. So. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, I didn't really think about it until I went there and I was just like, wow, this is a really great concept. And I only had a chance to maybe visit a couple. Yeah. And um, I think... 
Well, actually, what did it for me? It only, I only actually got to visit one location. I remember it. And it was La Barbecue. Okay, yeah. And it was way before they had their brick and mortar. Yeah. They were just working out of the trailers in a parking lot. And I remember going down there with my brother. And we got down there early, standing in line. And, uh, you know, it's just like, just so exciting. You see the picnic tables all set up. You can see they're getting ready for service. They can see the smoker off in the background. And all I remember is there was a keg of beer sitting there tap and some cups and a jar and it just said tips appreciate or donations yeah. welcome and yeah. I thought that's just great they're just yeah. they recognize you're gonna be standing in line and they're here at least you can grab a beer so yeah. next thing you know I was it seemed everyone was a little too afraid to hit it so yeah. I went up there and I just started pouring beers for everyone in line Perfect. throwing money in the jar yeah. and you know when I got up there and he gives me a little sample of the brisket asked me if I want the lean or the fatty stuff you know we got a couple ribs and the platters and yep. finally the whole process and thing and he took his time too he wasn't trying to rush me through yep. and then we got the platter we sat down and just remember thinking like this is awesome you know and then three years three years later I'm back there yep. and you know I went to their brick and mortar shop okay, yep. the last time yep. you know a little different but still the food was amazing yep. you know I went to Franklin sat in line for three hours first in line though oh first yeah I was second Last year in February, a year ago when I went down there. But it was, it was an amazing experience. The customer service down there was amazing. Like they, they appreciate people so much down there, yeah. standing in line and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then from there, oh, well, Truth we talked about. Yep. Wicked good show. Like, yep. great time, great food, uh, cool spot. Did the day at Snow's Barbecue. Got up at 6 in the morning. Yep. Drove to that little town. Got in line at 7.30. Yep. And there was a line. Oh, yeah. And I went by 8.30 a.m. Buddy's out there handing out Lone Stars to people. Yep. And, you know, you get the stick to tables and you're sitting around all the pits and watching uh, oh, and I, Tootsie, Tootsie yep. working away. And, you know, and the food was great. Same thing. Like, just a wicked experience. Yeah. And then from there up to Lockhart, you know, yes. Louis Mueller. Um, head up to Terry Black's okay, in yeah. Austin as well. Yeah. A little bit bigger, a little more commercial, but still great food. Yeah. Meat concept. And then heading down to Lockhart and hitting up all those meat markets was just yeah. an amazing experience. Yeah. And then just maybe follow the barbecue even more and, yep. and try to bring some of that back here, you know. Yeah. And now, like I said, going back in, in August, October, yep. and I want to try some more. Now you got, uh, you were saying you're heading back in October, you're going to make a list of places. And, yeah. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I'll do the Franklin line again. Yeah, that was kind of my thought on it. I've done it. Yeah. You know, the food was fantastic. It was the best brisket I've ever had in my life. But to wait to sit there for four hours. Uh, yeah. I've done it. There's some yeah. other joints. You could just walk in. I'd be there in a heartbeat. Exactly, yes. Yeah. I'm the lineup. I can or, say I've done it. Yeah. You know what I might do is you do the pre-order. Yeah. Because I'm going to have a bunch of friends down there. Yeah. Do the pre-order, go down. Yeah. Pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, that's an experience. One of those things to say you've done, right? It's an experience. Yeah, and snows as well. That was, oh, just a, that was really cool. Place. That was a, really cool. got to go back, and I said hi to Tootsie and got a picture with her when I was there. Oh, that's awesome. She's quite the lady. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Well, the fact that only one day a week, yeah. I think it's just a cool concept. Yeah. Uh, totally worth the trip. What an experience. And, like, it's insane how many people come out today. Oh, it's wild. Yeah. And only uh, one day a week. It's yeah. just, that would be a life, just one day a week. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, moving to Alberta barbecue. Yeah. What's your uh, thought? I, I think we've got a growing culture of barbecue here in Alberta. What, uh, what do you think? Well, I, I think like Texas. I mean, really, you know, everyone always says, you know, Texas and Alberta are basically like sister states, yep. sister provinces, you know. And, yep. uh, you know, they got the beef, we got the beef. And it's yep. like, well, why isn't the barbecue thing here? And yep. I mean, I get maybe it's just the, the call. Obviously, the culture down there is a lot older. It's been around for like 100 years, right? Yep. 
Um, I just think there's a lot of room in Alberta for it. And I think people really enjoy the concept. Um, and I think we got a lot of room to grow on it. You know, like there's some people here that you know do barbecue, but you know, and I think there's some room to grow on like the concepts. You know, and get get really dive into the barbecue and um, do some different style restaurants. Do some more Texas style restaurants, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, get out of the whole pub thing. Yeah. You know, like ourselves. Yeah, we're a brewery. You know, so people call us a pub, but I don't like that word. I, I, I don't call I don't call us a pub. Yeah. Like we only stay open until nine p.m. Yeah. Nah, we're not a pub. Yeah. We're a barbecue brewery. Yeah. You know? In my mind, we're just something completely different. Yeah. I like our concept. I think there's more room for this kind of thing. It doesn't have to necessarily have to be a brewery too. Yeah. But maybe a barbecue joint doesn't serve liquor, and it's yeah. just same thing. When you're out, you're out. Yeah. You know, and I think people will really catch on to the concept, and I think they do. You know, some people are pretty understanding when you run out of staff. Some people don't, you know, quite understand it. Yeah. It's a fresh product. Yeah. I'm not serving you anything reheated. Yeah. I promise I will never reheat brisket and serve yeah. it to you ever. I would rather run out and apologize profusely yeah. and get on social media and be like, I am so sorry for running out of brisket that yeah. I ever served you anything reheated. Absolutely. That's a quality thing, right? It's a quality thing. It's always... It's what the time it takes to cook. You can only... You cook what you think you need for the day or yeah. what you can. And well, it's in the day of the day, it's up. about the meat. That's why you're here, you know? And, but that being said, too, you know, like we do focus on the sides. And yeah. Obviously, we like to have some options for everyone, recognizing the vegetarians and the vegans of the world. So yeah. we make all our sides vegetarian and vegan. Awesome. For that reason, because you get a couple that comes in, he loves meat, she's a vegetarian. Yeah. Well, then she's like, I don't really want to come here. Cause, and then when they come here and they're super surprised, the next thing you know, you got you got a customer for life. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, I think there's a ton of room to grow in Alberta for sure. Well, someone turn off her light bulb. So, uh, thank you. Just before we go, uh, where can uh, listeners find you, Patty? So we are in the uh, Manchester Industrial Park, uh, just off the Cloud Trail and behind Henninger Toyota. Uh, right in the Barley Belt next to the cemetery. Yep. <laughs> 3610 Burnsland Road, Southeast. All right. And on social media, inter- uh, internet? At, at, at Patty's Barbecue. Yeah. .com. At right. Patty's Barbecue. Yeah. Just, right. just, just Google Patty's. All right. Yeah, Bye. You'll find us. Patty, thank you. You're welcome. And uh, keep on smoking, man. Thank you. All right. All right, so that is a wrap on episode one of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Thank you for listening, and a big thank you to Patty Sorrenti from Patty's Barbecue and Brewery. They are located once again at 3610 Burnsland Road, southeast in Calgary, just on the south side of downtown off of McLeod Trail. You can find them online at pattysbrewbecue.com and on Instagram and Twitter at pattysbrewbecue. Check them out, folks. They're doing some wonderful stuff there. Great food, family environment, lots of fun. Another thank you to my friend Alan Horbin for the music that you heard uh, on today's podcast and all podcasts. Uh, Really appreciate your help with that, my friend. And I want to mention one other new project we're working on here at Eat More Barbecue, and that is the Alberta Barbecue Trail. Check it out at albertabbqtrail.ca. We have six great Alberta barbecue restaurants, including Patty's. Uh, working with us, participating in the program, looking to promote the barbecue culture, the barbecue movement in Alberta. Get out, support your local barbecue joint. That's it for today, folks. Thank you again for listening. You can find me on Twitter at Eat More Barbecue, on Instagram at Eat underscore more underscore barbecue, same as on Facebook, and online at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca. Hashtag Alberta Barbecue, hashtag Eat More Barbecue. 
Thanks again, everybody. I really appreciate you listening. Another episode coming up next week. And until then, this has been an Eat More Barbecue production. Keep on smoking.